Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, welcome along to the Rugby Pass podcast. This is the short ball with Scotty Stevenson and Ellie Williams. Are you turning me down already? Yeah. Are you turning me down already? We've only just arrived. I can't believe this is. Yeah, but you're you go so full noise on me. I know. I'm really coming Energy in off the bat. There you go. I've got you. How are I, you? I can hear you. Just I've got headphones on. I can not hear you through my headphones, but I can hear you. Yeah, yeah I prefer it like that. Actually. Hey, uh, how you going, mate? How was your mate. Easter? How was your Easter? Great Easter. Chalky up. Yep. Yeah. With um. The kids just love it, don't they? Yeah. It's just magical. Mm. Easter egg hunts. Mm. And then I was down at the beach and went long lining. We caught some fish. Good effort. And the girls, about three or four hours later, ate their own fish that they caught. And I was like, this is New Zealand in a nutshell. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful snapper. Obviously a couple All legal sized. Are you sure? How big was the pan? Your marginal ones, to be honest with you. With, with respect, I, I revived three because I was like, these are a bit too dubious. Okay. But then we got enough for a feed. It's, feed a, pro- it's a bit of a problem with long lining, isn't it? No, yeah. but I resuscitated them. What, mouth to mouth? No, nah, it wasn't that intimate. We're back on this um, animal fish type dugong talk. and <laughs> No, we're not on the dugong the talk. Ow. Some of the the ruru. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of animals in the news this week. What about the gorillas posing for selfies in Rwanda? Did you see that? No. There is a shot. You've got to look up the shot. It's uh, mountain gorillas in Rwanda, and they're posing with uh, two of the guards who protect them from poachers. And uh, I shit you not, it looks like a Nickelback album cover. Serious? You know, that, you know the old sort of rock style album cover yeah. where the lead singer's right up front, a yeah. couple of guys just in the midground, then one guy in the back, usually the bass guitarist. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that, except two gorillas. Uh, the, the you reckon the bass the guitarist did the best? Oh, 100%. On tour? 100%. Because he could just get away with anything. Yeah, because no one knew what he looked like. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah Happy I'm, days. Come I'm on up. Them. I'm the guy that plays in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, bass. How never, are you doing? Never trust a bass player. <laughs> no, he good, with his, good with his fingers. Gotcha. Um, Only could play four strings, though, couldn't he? <laughs> Not like a guitarist or a drummer who had to beat to heaps of different tunes. Just doom, doom, doom. That's his four hits. Sometimes but he probably four he, strings. he mastered them though, didn't he? That's exactly my so point. So he could execute with perfection <clears throat> all four of his uh, magical things. Right. A little bit like Ma Nonu. Are we on Nonu Watch early? <laughs> You're picking him already. He's in your team. I picked him at the start of the I year. I know you did. We don't Actually, have to go into Nonu Watch yeah. right now. No, we'll go straight to Nonu Watch. Okay. Did you um, appreciate him on the weekend? 
he is just he's just climbing he's building he's building and he's building his feet are faster he's got that ability to turn attack into defense quite quickly mm-hmm. defensively he's getting a lot faster he's a lot faster in their in their face um defensively and i just reckon his experience like he's a guy he's a Brad Thorne story which people don't know yet in terms of how he's turned around um his life Mm-hmm. and culture and what he believes in and things mm-hmm. like that. He's, he's turned it around. I'm not talking religious no. type things, but in terms of what he wants out of life. And, you know, he knows that his body's good, but he's got to look after it. And that's what he's doing. And young people see this and have so much respect for someone that mm-hmm. can do this and really genuinely dedicate their life to playing rugby. And that's that's what he's doing. And he's going well. Do you, do you remember Thorny used to go to trainings and he'd always what he'd, he'd keep the bus waiting right so he could do his stretches after after every train. I'd go and do interviews in the team hotel and he'd have a pillow just out in the conference centre doing yoga against pillows and shit. It's he like, was so painful. Just at doing time. my stretches, mate. I'd be like, mate, what are you doing, mate? This keeps me going, mate. <laughs> Does it, mate? The Reds had a, had win, a great in the win over the Sharks. I, I did not pick that, mind you. No, I neither. couldn't pick a thing over this weekend. So not the as Sharks are woeful, though. The, the Sharks anyway, are gone. Well, hey, when we are there, we can do that. It's our podcast. It's it, you and I now, isn't it? Yeah, Millsy's deserted us. Oh, we we'll get him in for a farewell speech. chat, but you think he's, so? he's he didn't even us. like just acknowledge. No, nah, he leaving. just well, he dropped a smoke bomb and went, but that's very much Mills's style. Don't know if you can talk, mate. <laughs> you sort of just boom for see you later. I'm like that. I get to. So I'll point. be the next one. <laughs> yeah, it's just be. Going Mine will you. be a bit like. See you later. Just, just, <laughs> Mine yeah. won't be. I'm going somewhere else. Yeah. See you later. It'll just be. I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I'm where out. are you going? I don't know, I don't but I'm know. going. I've got no options. Tell tell me this about. Ma Nonu. I'm fascinated because Ma Nonu has always fascinated me as a person. Yeah. Um, and and I, I don't mean to ask you to engage in any form of character assassination here, but, but answer me this. Would it be fair to say uh, he was a tough person and probably still is a tough person to figure out? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there's no, there's no doubting the fact that he has his idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. around his character um, you know, what means things to him and then his level of between his humour and his I'm serious and um, these things are important to me. And he can he can change very, very quickly on that. Yeah. Um, but over time you you learn to understand him and, I, you know, I'd call him a, a very close mate around mm. from what I got from out of rugby and he... Um, yeah, and, and, but he's he's moving that towards no, this is who I am, and I'm like this more and more, and and over and over. Like he's not, I would say, he doesn't look at himself as the guy that has to provide humour now. He looks at mm-hmm. himself as Ma, the person, and this is who he wants to be. So, yep, no, that's a that's a fair assessment. But he has, like anyone, we're we're constantly changing. Yeah, we are. Well, we hope so. Anyway, that's what life's about. Because I just I remember there would be days where you'd be greeted with genuine affection and yeah. then there'd be other days where you'd be sharing an elevator in complete silence yeah, no, and, and you and you kind of just like I don't know where I stand with you man but happy days it's uh, it's all good it's all good it's a bit sulky I, but, I, but I wonder if he's if, is that a part of him that's changed he's found a more yeah. even yeah he's more consistent as a yeah. person um, which I think consistency is the one thing that gives you 
performance and repeated performance and higher achievements. Mm-hmm. What you get it, whether it be life or rug sport or anything. You know, if you're consistent, then people can read you. People can give you feedback. You know, people can rely on you. All those sorts of things. So yeah, I'd say he's a lot more consistent. Something that a lot of us strive for, <laughs> yeah. including myself. Yeah, Jesus. likewise, mate. You're not I'm alone. All over the show. Yeah, that's a big club. Uh, I want to talk about consistency. I need to take breath after that. Yeah, do. That's meaningful. very DNA. Yeah, that was. I want to, consistency, I guess, is a, is a decent enough segue to our next topic. Uh, I spoke about this on radio during the week. Someone asked about the round of Super Rugby. And I thought to myself, uh, I remember watching the games unfold over the weekend and thinking, there is some Bush League footy going on out here. Like, seriously Bush League stuff. <laughs> and it, it didn't lack for excitement. No. Nah. Not at all. I mean, it had all that, had all the flair, had all the whiz-bang pop. But sometimes you want to watch a rugby game and think to yourself, execution is beautiful. Yeah. And when you don't execute, it's ugly. So it's entertaining from the fact that, uh, you know, a guy sort of driving a car around in big shoes and a red (laughs) nose is entertaining. Yeah. But there was clown rugby going on all over the show. I, I wondered whether or not, New Zealand teams at the moment, in their desire to showcase flair, athleticism, speed, have forgotten that sometimes you've got to get in the trenches and just win the grind. All right. With your question, I potentially ask another question. Yeah. Is Super Rugby mm-hmm. creating the new form of rugby? <sighs> and what I mean by that is it trying to create the 2020 version of cricket through Super Rugby because it is now getting further and further apart mm. international rugby mm-hmm. and super rugby and not by the players because the same players are playing it but by the techniques yep. and by the I, I don't know I don't have any other word for it but the respect of the game e.g. Yeah. I, I can't understand how so many play, teams are going for the corner to yet give you a 50-50 maybe a 75-25 definitely 50-50 when I was playing, line-out opportunity to then create a drive mm-hmm. to then score off that, where there's three points there. You take the kick off, you kick it down, you hound them, there could potentially be a line-out on the 40-metre and a good exit play. I, I don't understand where the lack of knowledge, or not knowledge, but respect of how the game was was designed and played. So. I think it's, I personally think it needs to happen. We need to create the new mm. modern version of the game and maybe it's self-generating now um, in Super Rugby. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I just don't understand how these people aren't grinding out points pressure, scrum pressure, you know, these elements that they just keep working, working, working to get, to get reward. Well, you, you have moments of what I might term lucidity in a game of rugby. Where, lucidity. Where it seems like the team's completely switched on to purpose. Yeah. The Crusaders do it for 80 minutes, yeah, week yeah. in, week out. That's why they keep winning championships. Mm. So if people don't understand this by now, they never will. <laughs> but I watched the Highlanders go back to what works for the Highlanders. You know, And if you look at the stats through the weekend, uh, the Hurricanes got out alive by the skin of their teeth mm. uh, against the Sunwolves. You know, they crushed them on metres run, clean breaks, mm. offloads. The Chiefs lead pretty much every offensive stat or in the top five of every offensive stat. They're bottom of the table in, New, in the New Zealand yeah, Conference. What is that telling you? Yeah. Uh, the Blues, I think, reverted to type a little bit on the weekend yeah. when they got themselves in pressure situations and thought once again that 
someone will save us. Mm. Someone will make the magic happen. And it they looked tired, didn't they? They did. Because two derbies in a row, and they looked they look tired. Ag- Travel two derbies, they agreed, looked tired. Ag- agreed with all of that, but that that's the old habit yeah. creeping back into the game. Yeah. That would have killed Leon McDonald and Tom Coventry, yeah. I reckon. And so we're left with the Highlanders who just went to work. Yeah. Led by Elliot um, Dixon. Oh, Dixon was immense. She, she played Coltman well. was sensational. Yeah, you know, you know, well. you know these, these guys who have had that taste of the All Blacks, have had that experience, but are just great club men, mm. roll the sleeves up and go to it. And uh, the point you made earlier that there's a gulf between Super Rugby and International Rugby, we've been told that for years by the likes of Steve Hansen that Super Rugby doesn't mean anything yeah, when it comes to International. Yeah, but but I, for the first time in a very long time, and maybe it's because I've had a little distance away from being at games week in, week out, I really noticed it on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I thought, far out, if we take that philosophy, if these players don't get that philosophy out of their system before the Rugby World Cup, they could be in grave danger. Correct. I mean, you, the, the biggest thing for me is when you watch a Six Nations week yeah. and then watch Super Rugby, it's literally a different game. Yeah. And everyone's saying, well, the entertainment in Super Rugby, I'm saying, well, What's wrong with a good old scrum battle and a bit of biffo <laughs> and some real passion and some nutter Welshman and some mad Englishman, mm. you know, going out there. That, to me, is entertainment. It's got so many different aspects. Yes, you want to see a bit more of that running in that, but maybe, you know, maybe Super Rugby has got to be revolutionary. Maybe it's now at that point where it's like, right, we're going to change some rules in here. Okay. Um, I think it would be... I think it'd be quite cool to be honest. Well, they've got a deal coming up with their broadcasters, so they need a product that's going to work. And at the moment, you know, that's uh, oh, isn't that what you're doing in the background, mate? <laughs> Starting your own broadcasting <laughs> is that, company. Is that what and, we're doing? Yeah, we, we've just got to. We're doing some crowdfunding at the moment. So, so anyone uh, that wants to put in a few bucks, we're going to try and buy the rights to um, Super Rugby. Or are just, we? Well, why not? Let's start it here, mate. Well, you've got the cash, right? Did you did you get anything out of all this rugby you played? Yeah, Surely you saved some money. A few of them got cut short contracts. <laughs> that, that cost it's, me a fair bit. Stop but, um, litigate that. No, no, no. Oh, look, I, I did all right, but I still have to work day to day. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Work. Pretty good start you. to life, though. Let's put it that way. You've pretty done good, good kid. Pretty You've good, done good, kid. Rodney's good proud of you. Rodney's proud of you. Yeah, hey, uh, before we move on to uh, something else that seems to be stressing everyone out at the moment, welcome back, producer Ellis. She's here. Hi, team. How good. you going? I'm going well. How Gee, it's, are you? It's so good to have you back. How, not, like it's lovely to have Tina as well, but we, we've missed you. I know. I've I've missed being here. What have you been doing? Oh, just useless stuff, really. Right. Nothing that matters. Okay. You're not exactly offering to this conversation. Come on. Oh, we want more energy, mate. Oh, this is the, this sorry. is what we're designed here. Should I come in louder, like Scotty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come in with a come bit of heat. Yell. <laughs> hey, um, tell me this though. You spent uh, Easter weekend in my hometown, actually. I did up indeed. In, uh, Waipu in uh, Titai Tokoro, Northland. Are you white um, boy? Uh, there was a there was an auction going on up there. Can you just um, tell me what the what the lead prize in the uh, in the auction was? A it's, night with sumo. No, small towns are weird. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Yeah. The lead prize someone bought for. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. $700. Yeah. Weed killer. <laughs> and, weed killer. And, and a night for two at the Waipu Tavern. That's wow, a package, weed. a package deal. 700 bucks. 700 for weed killer, weed killer and a night for two at the Waipu Tavern. Here's a question. <laughs> you use the weed killer before the night or after the night? I'm not entirely sure. What's the weed killer mate, for? Mate, you grew up there. You would know, no, mate. There's the, got to be a stock standard. Yeah, obviously, you've got to get rid of your broadleaf weeds if you're running a good pasture up there. You, so you're going before. Get rid of those. Use Depends who you killer. take, though. You might use it after. <laughs> yes, that's very during. true. Just, or during. Who knows? Oh. I've never had a sexual experience at the Waipu Tavern. Full stop. Let alone one involving weed killer. The Waipu Tavern, though, uh, I've got to be honest with you. Uh, that that's an expensive night at the Waipu Tavern. Yeah. Did you manage yeah. to pop into the tavern? No, I didn't. No, we went to Pizza Barn though. Oh, Pizza Barn. Yeah, that's, that's it's a good spot up there. Go to. Oh, it's a I used to holler it up at a place called Langs Beach. Yeah, I sure around. you did. Well, no, we, we were <laughs> with the Flash people. Then. We were in a tent next to a Flash house. That's nice because we didn't. We obviously didn't. Well, it's a lovely part of the world, and uh, yeah, I can highly recommend a beer from uh, McLeod's Pizza Barn and McLeod's Brewery. Uh, try the uh, sumos. Um, try the tropical cyclone pale ale <laughs> at a uh, hefty eight point four percent. She'll get you. Sumo's dad works there. Um, he's owned it for several years <laughs> and works there. He's so dead. It's um. Is it? Is yeah. He's the first dead brewer in Waipu. See, I told you he's a legend. This family is unbelievable. Know, <laughs> hey, uh, I want to talk about Damien McKenzie because everyone else is. Oh, I, the team conversation is starting I, to drive yeah, me nuts. Can I just a? Can I just have a laugh about? some of the horrendous shit that's been written about Damien McKenzie and the pressure the All Blacks are now under because he's not available. Um, I, I don't know whether we just have no long-term memory left in sport, uh, but we didn't go to the last World Cup with three first fives starting every game or on the bench or in the 23. We not had, in, the t- in the squad there was, wasn't there? Yeah, but we, didn't, but we never used them. We caught a final, semi-final, final. Bowden Barrett was on the bench. Yeah. Who started? Dan Carter. Oh, yeah. It's amazing now, how quickly you forget people. That, that, that's, I'm just thinking to myself. Like I genuinely forgot and, who was there. Oh, no. <laughs> that's so good. You know the poor it's like kid. It's like one of your closest mates. The poor, yeah, no, I'm winding you up. The now, poor now, kid's got his neck brace on at the moment. He's been in it for, what, a week and a half? And it's crazy. already killing him. He'll be going crazy. I'm like, kid, you've still got another three or four months left, you poor rooster. <laughs> Here's the other thing. <laughs> Don't laugh at him. Poor oh, it's guy. It's just not fair, mate. He's so perfect and he's got a neck brace on. <laughs> I bet you he still looks good in underwear. Uh, you know, but Can you know we get a shot and put know, him on the back of a bus you know again he's for done? Do you know what he's done? I guarantee that he's signed up a deal for a cover of some sort oh. of you know broken neck magazine. Definitely yeah. signed up. there in fur just with his neck brace on. He's definitely promoting something with a neck brace on. This is so good. That's quite cool. Now, I've got to get back to McKenzie. What, what cracks me up the most 
is that now we think we've got a first five crisis, but for the last two years, everyone said Damien McKenzie's not a first five. So how can the loss of Damien McKenzie now lead us to a first five crisis? We're not in a crisis. Your boy Ma'anano probably gets a check now, tick against his name, because there's another space opened up in the back line, and midfield was a much bigger conundrum for the All Blacks than yeah, fullback and first five was anyway. Exactly. I just he, <sighs> he wasn't a first five, though. He was an impact player, so what we've got to try and do, we've got to try and find an impact player. Well, so, so you've got Ben Smith on the park, you've got Bowden Barrett on the park, you've got Geordie Barrett available, you've got Rico Yuani who's already got utility factor, you've got Ma Nono who you want in the team, you've got Anton Leonard Brown, you've got Jack Goodhue. We're, we're, David Harvey, how much I think impact he's an do we need? Could be there. So you're going to put Harvey in the question. bridge? That, that, I propose this to you. Yeah. If, if we're lacking the impact player, which we're not. Well, no, in terms of the Damian McKenzie like-for-like swap, right? What about this? (laughs) Mwanga starts at 10, Ben Smith's at fullback, and Golden Balls is on the bench and provides impact. Golden (laughs) Balls being a.k.a. Bowden Barrett. Can you imagine? Bang. But can you imagine Bowden Barrett swallowing that deal? It'd be a tricky one, Chief. Can you imagine him buying that deal? You know what would happen, though? He would walk in. I can see it happening. He walks into the um, selectors' room. In the hotel, Bowden, we just want to talk to you, mate. Speak from experience. And yeah. you, uh, we've got a, we've got a, we've got a team. We've got a thing for the team here. We, we, we think the team is going to be really good. This is going to be good for you. And you know the beauty of this, you're the only one that can fill this role. You've been in this before. This conversation happened to you, big time. And and it's like, look, you know what? You offer so much more off the bench. And it's just so good for the team, and this is about the team. And but but hold on, this is when you pipe in. But hold on, but 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 I would like to start. Mm-hmm. So is this about you, oh. or is this about the team? You didn't just bloody say that, did you, oh, Shag? No. Yes, I did. Oh, it's no. about the team, isn't it? Oh no! I just, I honestly, no, <laughs> a poor kid. No. I can feel it, mate. If it happens, ring me. I'll come and get you Thursday <laughs> night because it's normally th- oh, Thursday, Thursday morning. I'll come and get you. We'll miss that training. I'll have a beer with you, and we can talk through everything. Because at the end of the day, it I, is what it is. Okay. What, what about? First, but, but what about that? What about starting Barrett at fullback? Not, uh, not even yeah. on the bench. What about starting at fullback? Ben Smith on the wing. Barrett at fullback. Mwanga at first five. Swap him halfway round. Move Ben Smith back to fullback. Bring someone else on the wing. Uh, the, the, the options. The options are endless, right? The options are endless. We're stressing out. Yeah. I don't think. But I mean, that's that's New Zealand media and. We are very much pessimists when it comes to having well, an injury the, of someone. Yeah. We don't. And then all of a sudden, we'll have one kid that goes good against Tonga. Havili <laughs> goes good against Tonga, and the world is a different place. And That's the All true. Blacks are potentially going to win again. We'll beat us. But at the moment, no, nah, it's not so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I look, I think we've definitely got enough answers. The thing, that the big debate is, do you take three tens? And three nines, I think it's hard for a seven-week, eight-week competition if you don't have those sorts of players um, yep. because of trainings and, and the likes. You get a knock and who plays those, I wouldn't say minnow games, but who plays those other, other games? They're minnow f- games. Okay, three they are games. minnow games. They, that's what they are. Developing nations oh. that are climbing through the, <laughs> climbing through the ranks. Yeah, no chances. Um, yeah, look, well, that, that's, that's it is the a one issue. And, and we know we know full well that the All Blacks don't have a contingency for this situation. They didn't they didn't have a contingency for an injury to Damien McKenzie. But I just look back over the last, even over the last two years of All Blacks rugby, 
the the whole notion that suddenly Mwanga, Barrett and McKenzie have been crucial to every All Black performance what, in the last five years is, is just a nonsense. It's rubbish. It's, a, it's six months McKenzie's old. McKenzie's played one game at 10, hasn't he? Whatever it is, but it's just had that combination in any 23 is so fresh, it, it's, it's almost a blip. Do you it, think this little thing puts more pressure on Geordie Barrett, who I think is the one person that we don't want to actually put pressure on? You just want to let him play? Yeah, I agree with that. Because I don't, I just, yeah. But someone needs to tell Jordy Barrett where he plays. I know, poor kid. He's winger, fullback, oh. 12. Why don't we chuck him at 10 as well? He but definitely could go 10. There's imagine no, him at 10. Yeah. The tallest 10 since Larkin. Bernie. Bernie? That was his nickname, wasn't it? Yeah. Bernie Larkin, yeah. Mm. Hey, uh, a couple of other matters in yeah, Super right. Rugby. We'll, we'll deal with the Damien What about McKenzie major stuff? issues, mate? What major issues? Have you seen the blisters on my hands? Yeah, what, so this is what happens when you go from... Being a rugby player and moisturising your hands every day in mud and just you know doing that sort of stuff to getting on a shovel. I was on a shovel for six hours digging foundations. How many of those six hours were you actually working? Genuinely, six hours. Six hours. Six hours on a shovel getting these foundations done. Eight hundred centimetres deep. Sure, understood. By eight hundred wide, in hard clay. Why? You got some respect for these guys. Why are you doing that? I I just think it's good for me. What? Bring me way back down to manual labour. Yeah, I, I, I feel good. Did you feel good at the time? Yeah, I did. How was, I was the back? Sweating like a oh yeah, no, not no, so good. good. No, well, when you're 800 down and you've only got a shovel, which is what 1.2. Oh, you're and leaning you're, over, you're like, oh, and you're a long way down to start with. Exactly, and you get a hard bit of clay, and, mm. <laughs> and then I had to. So I got in the foundation, and then it was easier. And you just you got a lot. I got a lot of respect for those diggers. Yeah, they just churn through yeah. it, mate. And then the human, and that's, you know, you go along South Africa, if you're on tour and you're going from, um, let's say, Joburg to Sun City. I do know that road. Yes. You know that road. And yeah. every now and then you see a little shanty town getting built and you see two lads in there, all laid up with clothes, like full clothes, and they're sitting in there and the one shovel comes out and you're like, you're not serious. And this, <laughs> these two guys are digging foundations for this whole house. You're like, holy. Yeah. I mean, how good do we have it? Takes a long time, but it's cheap. That's the difference. How much were you mate, charging per hour to dig footings? No, this is the bank was charging me, mate. <laughs> the old mortgage, the bank was. Charging oh, I understood. Me. I understood. Well, you'll get a return out of it, mate. It's good that you've left a little That's bit of yourself point. in this build. Oh, I have. I'm really happy for I you. I have. No, I have. It's character building. But, um, I um. Even this big guy is really <laughs> tough old rooster. He said to me, "Well, oh, mate, should have used gloves." I was should have like, used gloves? gloves on a shovel. He goes. Should have used gloves. Because so, I'm looking at that. That's that's rower level bleeding shit. Yeah, they're on, definitely they're, they're serious guys. Actually, you, it kind of looks like you've got lesions. Um, can we just definitely touch on one now. one last thing before we wrap this pot up today? Uh, Crusaders back in business against the Lions. Lions had a pretty good run against the Chiefs. Yep. Rudolph Strally. Remember Rudolph Strally, former coach of the Springboks? Yeah. Who, who had them all nude in a camp? Camp Stahl. 2007. Stahl Three, wasn't it? 2003. 2003. Yeah, yeah. What was the name? I Our security to... guard actually ran that, the one that. Kuban. Kuban did. Kuban. He actually ran it. He ran Camp the, um, Staldrad. Staldrad. Yeah, that was his, that's his camp. No. He's our security guard. Yeah. Yeah, so Strally got his whole team nude at the camp, and then he had to resign after the 2003 World Cup. He's the CEO of the Lions. He's come out this week on Rugby Pass and said, oh, yeah, we, we were always going to start Malcolm Marks, and uh, was it Warren Whiteley as Warren well? Warren Whiteley, yeah. Um, 
We just didn't want the Chiefs to know. So, so there's accusations now of a bit of bad sportsmanship on Australia's part. Meanwhile, Swayze De Brain has gone home, the head coach, because he's on stress leave, and their assistant coach is face, facing an indecent assault charge. It's um, she's all happening for the she's Lions. The lions roaring, she's isn't all, it? Mate? She's all happening. <laughs> the Lions and, are the back blocks of uh, the Serengeti, and they've got to uh, and they've got to go down and face the Crusaders. Good luck. That'll be a tough old gig, won't it? But um, I'll get smashed. I, I think um. Doesn't it say show that there's sportsmanship on the field and off the field and banter and strategy? More strategy, I would well, say. Well, they call it strategy. Strategy off the field. Yeah, they but think yeah, it's fair play. If, if you look at us, right, we're such nice guys, us Kiwis. We say to everyone, right, our guys are going to rest four games in Super Rugby or six games in Super Rugby. We're going to do it this. It's all going to be a case-by-case. The media, you can know everything. You know what other teams do? Some Wolves, yeah, we're really it's going to be a great season. Oh, no, we didn't pick him. He's got a bit of an injury. Oh, we didn't pick him. Oh, she's halfway through the season. We better put a few guys back in and voila. But here we do. We just explain everything. Are you saying we should go deeper undercover? Yeah, why not? Like, who's actually genuinely going to know? Oh, Bowden Barrett. I mean, he's had a flat out start of the season. Why? Yeah, he's been in Fiji, Instagramming about how he kicks shirt off. I mean, he's a hot dog. He lives the life, doesn't he? But why do we have to? Why does Steve Hansen have to say all this stuff? That's what I don't understand. Well, I, I know it's pulling the wool I, over I the think, supporters' eyes and that sort of but stuff. But I think but he has to. But this is this is not Steve Hansen's doing. I mean, he's telling the the coaches of Super Rugby. They're then informing their team. Then their team's informing their families, and then their families informing their friends. And all of a sudden, these stories are out there. I don't think it's. The Do you case think it's of, like that? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You, the All Black team would be named on a. Everyone in the All Blacks would know who's in the team on a Monday, Tuesday morning at the at the latest. Mate, first thing that's happening is boys are on the phones to their mates going, oh, yeah, yeah, and the team going to be playing this weekend. Yeah, you've got two, 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 two free tickets, tickets for you, bro. Two tickets for you. The then they're going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, Bugsy's in the team this weekend. And, you know, mate, there are a million people who know who's in that All Black team before the embargo is lifted on their, on their media release. You think so? 100%. Okay. Oh, I, I would never argue with you. Sir, have, you never, have you ever in your All Blacks life – Told someone you were in the test team before the test team was announced. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I rest my case. Well, the old man wants to know what I need for dinner. Yeah. He's like, mate, you in the team? Yep. Okay, we have this. You in the team? Nah, mate. So I've got a special treat for you. But what would the special treat be? Ah, dessert, mate. Oh, pile on the dessert. Perfect. Then we get pork belly. Got the crackling. Oh. My birthday next Tuesday, the old boy's going to whip up something magical for me. What's his go-to dish? A pork belly, he likes a, a pork, pork belly. belly, yeah. But he's, he's a dessert a man. man. Is he? Oh, he just keeps pumping it with the dessert. Never like, struck me as a dessert man. Pork back, kid. No, yeah. he, he doesn't. No. The old boy. He's in good form, actually. You know why? Why? Fully charged the wheelchair the other day. <laughs> full of energy. Full of power, he Fully mate. charged the wheelchair. He fully charged it. For the first time, he left it in overnight and fully charged the wheelchair. He's got heaps of energy. The old fella, he's on fire, mate. He's well actually, played. He's on, he's on fire. I'm really hungry now that you've started bringing up food chat on this mm. podcast. I think we'll end it there. Producer Alice, thanks for your help, mate. Thank you, Alice. Unbelievable. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, so good. That'll do it for the short ball this week. We'll catch up with you next week. Enjoy your Super Rugby this weekend. I'm sure it'll be batshit crazy as ever. It'll be Luke, amazing. Let's hope. So. The Ruru <laughs> is checking out. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.